Welcome to the second last episode of Season 10. It is, yes. My name's Ivan. I'm Stephen. And this is, yeah, the ninth episode of our original content season, or our original podcast, Season 10, where we come up with episodes for a hypothetical Season 10 set in the year 2018 2019. That's right. Uh, and this is the ninth episode of Season 10, uh, and it will be 10 episodes in case you can't do basic maths. Yeah. Uh, and... Fuck it, I'll just reveal it right now. We're going to do a season 11 eventually. Uh, we will, yes. Yeah, I think so it will we'll take a bit more time. And I, I think, like, I, I, I talked to you about this off air the other day. I said that I think with season 10, we kind of, we probably should have most of them in the bag before we start recording, mm, just mm. so there's no. We're doing this gaps. episode by episode. We sort of write and record, right? Yeah, record, that's record. right. I think we should have at least half, maybe three quarters of it done. Yep. And then we'll spend. You know, like a month writing the rest. Yeah, no, this, this this has been a huge <laughs> this, learning curve. It's been huge. Yeah, this has like been a massive undertaking, but we've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's no, and, and, and we're going to take what we've learnt uh, and, you know, make season 11 even better. Even better. And if you're enjoying season 10, let us know, you know, drop us a line, send us an email, all that jazz, you know, yada, yada, yada. Exactly. Indeed. Uh, let's crack on with it. So this episode is called The Drone. The Drone, yes. And today's main cast, uh, Jerry Seinfeld plays Jerry. Uh, Julie Louis is Elaine, of course. Jason Alexander plays George. Michael Richards is Kramer. Uh, Patrick Warwinen appears again as Puddy, who is Elaine's husband in this season. Uh, special guest appearances. Ty Sheridan plays uh, Bradley Cooper's assistant. Uh, Kesha, in a surprise <laughs> cameo, nice. uh, plays uh, pop sensation Alyssa Piccolo. And Bradley Cooper plays himself. Nice little cameo. Yes, indeed. So uh, what's the brief synopsis? Awesome. So uh, the brief synopsis for the episode is Elaine breaks up with Putty again. Uh, Jerry bombs uh, a red carpet interview. George is constantly followed by a drone. And Kramer mistakes a nude beach for an actual one. And you're probably thinking out there, Kesha, isn't that... Hang on, Jerry and Kesha, didn't something happen to them last year? You'll see the connection when we go on. Nice. (laughs) You'll see what we mean. All right, scene one, shall I start? Sure. George is sitting on a park bench eating frozen yogurt while people watching. George says to himself, How do they get these flavours to be so consistent with every bite? It's human ingenuity, I tell you. George receives a call from Jerry who asks if he wants to attend a movie premiere with him that night. Ah, Jerry, the one we went to last week was a massive snooze fest. Remember when the usher kicked me out because of my loud snoring? Jerry says, Bradley Cooper and the rest of the cinema wouldn't stop glaring uh, at you after that. He's still upset about what you did, you know. He tells me all the time about how much your snoozing affected his mood that night. Well, he seems to be doing just fine, even though his movie stinks. Jerry convinces George to come with him when he says that the movie is the long-awaited sequel to the 1996 action hit Firestorm. Firestorm 2. Burn harder. George says that he's been reading about that movie online, and he looks forward to seeing it. He hangs up and resumes eating his dessert. Jerry notices Kramer leaving the house with just his shorts on. Kramer says that he's heading to the beach. It's 65 degrees outside. You'll be discovered in the water years after the next ice age. There's a new section of the beach which is just open to the public. I'm going to check it out. The cold water is invigorating, Jerry. Jerry sighs as Kramer heads out the front door. Next scene. As George takes his last bite of yogurt, he notices a drone hovering above him. He shoes it away with no success. And when the drone starts following him as he walks off, he starts yelling at it and telling it to leave him alone. Get out of here, you useless piece of plastic. Meanwhile, Elaine is at home after a hard day's work having tea with Putty in the living room. Cup of tea, nice. While relieved that her and Putty have the house to themselves for the night, she worries about their son Brandon as it's his first sleepover at his friend's place. Putty seems to be unfazed by it. Putty says, Here's a tough kid. I'll be fine. 
Elaine then says, I got a call from his teacher today after he started spreading goo all over his lunch. He ended up eating half the bottle before they even noticed. <laughs> Brandon. <laughs> uh, I hope he doesn't start drinking dishwashing liquid while he's there. Putty says that Elaine worries too much about Brandon. And Elaine says that he's only eight years old. Babe, when we were eight, we used to go out all the time. We wouldn't come home till it was dark. Kids are too soft these days. Elaine snaps back at him, saying that he doesn't care about their son. Putty says that she's too much of a molly coddler and that she should lighten up. The argument escalates until Elaine reaches breaking point. She yells, Is that what you think? That's it. I'm leaving. She walks upstairs to start packing. Good. Putty is still sipping his tea as Elaine is angrily packing her suitcase. In the next scene, George is sitting at his parents la- in his parents' lounge room in a panicked state. The drone from before had followed him all the way to Queens. He calls Jerry to tell him about what had happened. George says, This thing wouldn't stop following me, Jerry. I thought I was being tracked by the NSA. Jerry says that it's very weird what happened when George comes up with a theory. Ooh, I know. Maybe it was Bradley Cooper. You said that he's had it in for me since last week. He can afford a drone as big and powerful as that. Now why would he waste his time following someone like you around with a drone? I'm sure he has better things to do, George. George says that it is possible, and he asks him to call Bradley to see if he's behind it. Jerry refuses to call him. (laughs) Jerry then says, I don't want to embarrass myself. Just leave it alone. I'm sure it won't follow you again. Anyway, he'll be at the premiere, so you can ask him yourself if you want. George says that he may just do that. I'll follow him around and annoy him like one of his drones. Jerry asks if the drone was able to duck and weave around trees and other objects. Oh, it ducked and weaved, baby. Like Sugar Ray in the tenth round. (laughs) (laughs) Jerry says that he may buy one for himself and hangs up while chuckling to himself. Elaine walks down the stairs with her suitcase. They resume arguing about Brandon. Elaine says, I knew it was a bad idea to come back here. I should have listened to the marriage counsellor. She was no good anyway. Elaine tells him that she's going to get Brandon from his friend's house and that they're going to stay at Jerry's until she finds accommodation. Putty tells her that she's making a mistake as she heads out the door. This is not a mistake. Adios! Putty looks at the door for a few seconds before turning back to the TV and drinking his cup of tea. Ah, peppermint. You complete me. Meanwhile, Kramer is walking down to the beach in his shorts and towel when he notices people in the distance. As he gets closer, his eyes light up. (gasps) Wait a minute. This isn't a normal beach. This is a nude beach. He walks past a group of nude beachgoers who wave to him. The beach, one of the beachgoers says, You should take your clothes off. You know this is a nude beach, right? Yeah. Kramer comments to himself <laughs> about all the other nude people. I've never seen so much flesh in one area. The other beachgoers are staring at Kramer before he lets out a big sigh and drops his shorts. He's nervous at first. Then he begins to smile as the crowd cheer him on. I love nudity! He runs into the water in excitement. In the next scene, Elaine is in the car on the way to get Brandon. She calls Jerry to ask if they can stay at his place until they find somewhere else to stay. Jerry says, I don't know. Kids. Elaine assures him that Brandon will be a good boy, but Jerry doubts this. Jerry says, Last time he came over, he was about to eat a bag of wood chips he swiped from the garage. I think he was trying a new diet. Please, Jerry, just let us stay. It'll only be for a few days. I promise. Jerry sighs and says that she that they can... Oh, no, you're reading the scene, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> no, you are. I was. Jerry sighs and says that they can stay in one of the guest rooms. Elaine thanks him. So, uh, what are you doing tonight? Jerry says that he's off to a film premiere. <gasps> Elaine says... 
Is that Firestorm 2 burn harder? I read on Twitter that it was premiering in Times Square tonight. That's the one. Ah, Harrison Ford looks so good for his age. I can't wait to see him blow up a submarine while falling from a moving train. That trailer was pretty spectacular, wasn't it? It's going to be great. (laughs) Next scene, Kramer is laughing and having a good time at the new beach when he notices someone familiar walking past him amongst a group of clothed people. (gasps) Is that Bradley Cooper? The entourage head to the car park and drive off. Kramer is shocked that someone as famous as him was at a nude beach. He calls Jerry. Jerry! Jerry! You're not going to believe who I saw at the beach! Bradley! So? I'm sure he likes going to the beach. He seems like a saltwater and suntan kind of guy. But you don't understand. I'm at a nude beach. Has Brad ever told you that he likes showing it all off in public? No, I don't believe he ever did. Kramer asks if Bradley would be at the premiere tonight. Jerry says yes. I have to tell him that I saw him here. We might finally have something in common, Jerry. I've been wanting to get to know him more since you introduced me to him last week. Yeah, and I'm sure he makes figurines out of pasta as well. <laughs> Maybe you have more in common than you think. Anyway, i got to get ready for the premiere. I'm going to be walking down the red carpet. Kramer hangs up, gets dressed, and says goodbye to the beachgoers as he makes his way to the car. Sorry, I cut your lunch. That's okay. <laughs> you can finish it off. Kramer yelling, I'm off to see Bradley Cooper! At the premiere of Firestorm 2 Burn Harder, Jerry and George arrive in their limo and walk down the red carpet. George says, Wowee! Half of Hollywood is here! Hey, J-Law! Howdy, Hemsworth brothers! Jerry tells him not to make an idiot of himself as he's waving to the cheering crowd. An audience member laughs and says, Hey, Jerry! What's the deal with red carpets? Ha ha, very funny. He rolls his eyes. A reporter grabs Jerry for a quick interview about the film. Jerry... This is the long-awaited sequel to the 1996 smash hit Firestorm. What do you expect from this film? Well, I feel like it'll be worth it for fans like me. It's been a long wait, but I'm glad the day has finally come for this long-awaited sequel. The interviewer asks Jerry about a rumour of him asking to audition for a role in the film when a famous pop singer walks up to give Jerry a hug. The singer says, Hey Jerry, I love your show. Give me a hug. (laughs) Played by Kesha. (laughs) <laughs> nice. Jerry hangs back and declines the offer. The singer tries to grab him as he's pushing her away. The singer makes one last leap towards him when he swivels before she collides into the reporter and bumps heads. They both appear to be slightly injured. George says, Yikes, that's gotta hurt. That's gotta hurt. <laughs> the audience start booing Jerry and saying that he should have hugged her. Do you know who that is? That's pop sensation Alyssa Piccolo. Jerry says that he has never heard of her. <laughs> life imitating art. Nice. Art imitating life. Yes. As Jerry tries to console Alyssa and the reporter, before Alyssa's entourage come in and whisk her away, the reporter yells at him before walking off. George says, Boy, the red carpet can sure be violent sometimes. You're telling me. As they're almost at the front entrance, the drone appears next to George. He tries to wave it away, but it keeps following him. Jerry's puzzled by what's going on. I accidentally got some I accidentally get some pop singer injured, and now this? Life after TV sure has been a unique experience for me. He tells George that he notices someone in the crowd with a remote control. George walks up to him and asks why he's doing this. Sneering, an assistant says, Bradley Cooper gives his regards. George tries to grab the remote off him before security grab them both before a familiar voice shouts out. Leave them be. The short bald guy is mine. Final scene. 
sorry, second last scene, Bradley Cooper confronts George about last week's premiere as the crowd take photos and watch in awe. Bradley says, that film is part of me. I put all my heart and soul into it. And people like you thought it was so boring that you <laughs> fell asleep. It's an insult to my efforts. George says that he didn't mean to sleep through it. And Jerry tells Bradley to forget about it. Bradley then goes on to say, I can't, Jerry. This specimen of a man offended me. I feel like all my effort was undone. As they were still arguing, Kramer runs onto the red carpet to meet the three of them. Brad, it's me, Cosmo Kramer. I saw you at the new nude beach today. Bradley shakes his head and says that he's mistaken. Kramer is certain that it was him. Kramer, why would someone like me go to a nude beach? I can, I can just be nude in my own house. George says, you make me sick. You go to nude beaches and you get your cronies to follow people with drones? Security come in and grab the four of them. The crowd are taking pictures of an unbelievable incident. They are carried away from the premiere as the crowd watch on in surprise. <laughs> George says, great. Now I have to watch Firestorm 2 with the general public. In the final scene, Elaine and Brandon are sitting on Jerry's couch watching the red carpet incident on TV as it's breaking news. Elaine sighs and says, ah, Kramer just can't help himself. I hope Alyssa Piccolo is okay. Putty calls Elaine and says that he's sorry for what he said. He convinces her and Brandon to come home. Okay, we'll come home. We can talk about this later. Elaine goes to pack her bag as Brandon grabs a packet of wood chips from under the couch and starts chewing on them. Nice. And that's episode 9, season 10. Awesome. The penultimate episode of our season. The drone. Yes, indeed. And uh, next week will be the season finale, which we can't wait to do. We'll reveal more. Next week, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, indeed. Well, that's the point. Indeed. If you are a $2 or more patron, you can listen to this episode at least three weeks in advance. Uh, $1 patrons get this a week before everyone else, and everyone else gets it whenever. Awesome. Indeed. That was Season 10. My name is Ivan. I'm Stephen. If you want to leave feedback about this podcast, you know, what you think of the podcast, any ideas, thoughts, whatever, beautifulbaskpodcast at gmail.com, and uh, we're all over social media, so find us. That's right. And if uh, you want to review us or subscribe to us on whatever podcast service you use, that would be amazing. And you can check out our website, bidwabask.com, for more uh, bits and pieces. Yes, and you'll see us next week for another episode of Bidwabask and the final episode of Season 10. You take care now. Catch you then.